Now, of course, many people feel the way Zintle feels. Uh, the ANC increasingly losing the trust of voters. I'm now joined in the studio by economist Lumkile Monde. He's, of course, a regular on the Karima Brown Show. Lumkile, you've been at the conference. Uh, you were also here this morning when we were all shocked uh, when we heard President Juma... President Jacob Zuma's announcement on free education uh, and, of course, uh, a move that came as a complete surprise because he sat on the Euro Commission for so long. Uh, he wouldn't speak to the universities when they tried to get a sense of what government spending would be so that they could make some, an al- some kind of an alignment and avert another possible uh, crisis uh, with students. The very thing, of course, which sparked the last fees must fall. Uh, what do you make, Lumkile, of uh, President Jacob Zuma's move this morning uh, to make that announcement. We are going to be speaking with the CEO of, of University of South Africa, but just from an economic point of view, from someone who has looked at the numbers, I mean, where is he going to get this money from? Well, Karima, we know in the medium term budget policy statement, which was released in October, that our cash is very, very tight. We also understand that there's a huge challenge uh, for access. Many of our children, particularly black students, coming from rural areas, find it very difficult to access higher education. Therefore, uh, we need to look at ways how we can uh, redress this problem. This is not the way. This is President Zuma Park's lands. Uh, this is a president that at one o'clock will fire his finance minister. So this is an opportunistic uh, behavior again, where because of the pressure of competition between NTZ and Sri Ramaphosa and the fact that uh, skills are tilting, that he's using this to reinforce the radical communication information rhetoric that in practice, this is what will do for you. So therefore those candidates, particularly the youth, which was talking to in his speech, will change and support uh, with the hope that not only education will be delivered, but the rest. However, we all know that this is a populist rhetoric. The fundamentals of our economy have not been shaken, and we need a party that comes out and really deals with the fundamentals uh, of our economy uh, through a new compromise, which will require a very strong leader, and I don't see it in the Zuma candidate. Vugani, we've only got a minute to eyewitness news, of course, at 8 o'clock, but I'm going to ask you a question, uh, and I want you to think about it when Ray White, uh, during the time that Ray White brings us that uh, latest eyewitness news. Was this, uh, in your view, the most cynical political move yet of President Jacob Zuma, considering uh, the fact that we have a very young population, and of course the uh, legitimate demand of free higher education is something that really is important. It is the one thing that we need to do. But as Lumkile was saying, we need to, of course, do it uh, properly. We need to make sure that we know where the money is coming from, and we need to get as much buy-in as we possibly can. We're going to be answering that question with the analysts that we are having in the studio. It's just gone six minutes after eight o'clock. We're coming to you from the south of Johannesburg, from Nazrek, where the African National Congress is holding 
uh, its elective conference. Of course, the party goes uh, to an elective conference every five years. Uh, president Jacob Zuma has just delivered his last political report as president of the ANC. He's the outgoing president. The organization now in a closed session, uh, debating, discussing, possibly fighting intensely over credentials. Credentials, uh, the term we use to refer to the process that will uh, give us an idea of who the legitimate delegates are that are entrusted uh, to vote in a new leadership and, of course, also decide on the policy direction for the next five years of the organization. Uh, coming up in this hour of the program, we will be taking your calls, 011-883-0702, the number to dial. If you are in the Johannesburg area, you can, of course, also send me an SMS on 31702 or a WhatsApp message on 072 702-1702. In this hour, we speak with the CEO of University South Africa, Professor Ahmed Bauer. Uh, and this is, of course, because President Jacob Zuma made his shock announcement uh, this morning on free higher education uh, for poor South Africans. Uh, it's not so much that uh, the announcement was made, it was when and how, of course, it was made, considering that this has been a long-standing demand from students, many sectors involved, um, President Jacob Zuma uh, trying to, uh, or rather going unilaterally, uh, getting many people to say that it's a rather cynical attempt uh, by him to try and influence the outcome of this all-important elective conference, but also to try and manipulate and play uh, the populist tune uh, to South Africa's increasingly younger uh, voting population. And on that note, of course, we'll restart our conversation with our in-studio analyst, Vukani Mde, uh, and of course also economist, Lumkile Monde. Uh, good evening, gentlemen. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. And Professor Bauer, I understand you are also on the line. I am. I am, Karima. Thank you for having me again. Absolutely. Vugani, before the news, I said to you, um, you need to, uh, you know, I wanted you to think about whether you thought this was one of the most cynical moves made by the president, considering, one, the legitimacy of the school, uh, but the almost unilateral way in which the president went about making this announcement. And, of course, at a time when you need maximum and optimal um, financial um, and fiscal planning around such a move? Karima, it was, it was cynical, it was brazen, it was desperate, it was manipulative, and it's completely amoral. I mean, it is classic. Uh, um, it is a parting shot, uh, uh, Zuma's parting shot to the ANC, Zuma's parting shot to the youth of this country, Zuma's parting shot to the, to the fiscus, um, uh, is a big, fat middle finger. Uh, this is the move of, it, first of all, as, as Lumkila said, it is a naked attempt to, to swing the conference in, fra- in favor of um, uh, because it is meant to reinforce the radical economic transformation um, um, uh, a narrative. Which narrative, um, uh, which reality they don't believe in, by the way. They just believe in the narrative because that's what gets them off the hook. They don't believe in the, in the reality of radical economic transformation. If they did, there's a lot more that they would have done over many, many years. Well, 23 years to be precise. Well, right now we're talking about, about, about the Zuma clique. 
if the Zuma clique actually believed in, in, in radical transformation of the economy over the last 10 years or so, there's a lot more that they, that they could have done than um, uh, uh, to, to suddenly um, uh, bombard us with a narrative of, of um, a radical economic transformation only over the last year or so as Zuma prepares to, to, to exit the state. So it's quite clear that this is, this is the move of a president that doesn't really care for, for, for students, doesn't care for higher education, he doesn't care for the fiscus, he doesn't care for the health of, uh, of, of the sector when he leaves, he doesn't even really care for the ANC. He cares about this conference and the outcomes of this conference because that's what uh, protects him. Zuma's um, 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 uh, entire um, um, uh, way of, of uh, mode of, uh, of acting right now is geared towards uh, protecting Jacob Zuma. And, and getting Kosovo Zuma elected is part of that. And, and if it takes uh, cynically manipulate, manipulating a, a very legitimate um, um, uh, a call of our, of our poor students in order to get her elected, then, then that's what he will do, and that's what he's done. Now, of course, many people will argue that, um, you know, everybody says that political leaders must show political will. Isn't that just precisely what President Jacob Zuma did when he made this announcement this morning, Vugani? In, in, in what sense? Um, uh, political will uh, could be demonstrated by um, um, if Jacob Zuma had driven a process over the last four months. Um, in which he consulted with all the relevant stakeholders. He excluded all of them. This has been a, a unilateral one-man show. Um, he has marginalized the state, he's marginalized the alliance, he's marginalized the higher education sector, he's marginalized the, the student uh, uh, sector that led uh, the, the struggle for, for free higher education. We have absolutely no idea how they intend to... to um, uh, all we have is a promise. Yes. We have no idea how they intend to, to deliver on that promise. I, I, I heard the, the uh, DG of higher education saying that uh, there's uh, 12 and a half billion that's been set aside and that it, uh, it won't require the, the treasury to make any changes um, um, and, and, and whatnot. First of all, this is not a promise for, for I wouldn't trust that number to, to begin with. Mm -hmm. And secondly, this is not a promise for free higher education in 2018. This is a promise for free higher education going forward. So it won't cost 12.5 billion. 12.5 billion, if the number is accurate, is for, 28, uh, is for 2018 only. And this sort of thing creates its own momentum. An expectation. So if you, exactly. If you tell 900,000 students that uh, 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 higher education is now free, the following year you don't have 900,000 students. You have 1.6 million students. So it's no longer 12.5 million in, in year two. It's about 25 billion in year two. In year three, it's probably about 35 billion. So there has to be um, uh, the, the sort of uh, planning fiscal and, 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 and budgetary planning for this sort of thing that, 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 that the kind of commitment that Zuma doesn't have to the process because for him the process is about this conference and the outcomes of this conference on, on, on Wednesday. So he's not interested in a longer-term uh, engagement with the process and therefore we can't trust the process that, that, that is embarked on. Now, of course, we have Professor Bauer on the line. Professor, I am going to come to you, but I quickly want to just ask Bugani a last question because he also has to leave us. Lumkilia, of course, uh, going to remain with us throughout the show. Uh, Vugani, the, the idea around um, manipulating this, uh, uh, you know, demographic, if you like. I mean, South Africa has uh, an increasingly younger population. If you think of the ANC's electoral fortunes, it's been waning. It's been on a trajectory going downward. Um, is this prof uh, 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 
President Jacob Zuma's attempt at um, cynically kind of tapping that populist vein ahead of a 2019 election uh, that the ANC, if Nkosazana uh, uh, or even Cyril Ramaphosa uh, elected here uh, this weekend, would of course have an uphill battle to 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 climb, uh, holding on to you know its status as the controlling or governing party. I mean, they their own research suggests that they are likely to get below fifty percent mm-hmm. uh, if something uh, massive isn't done to deal with uh, the corruption first of all, uh, the tardy delivery. And of course, the, the the lack of capacity in the state. Mm. Look, the ANC does face an uphill battle in 2019, and part of um, uh, of the explanation for that is the changing demographics um, um, uh, of this country. Uh, not only the the the, the, the younger uh, population that we have. I mean, South Africa's median age is 27. Uh, the youngest um, uh, uh, person standing for ANC uh, uh, president is 62. The other candidate is 68. So the ANC has a, a problem. The ANC's traditions and its its mode of doing things is at loggerheads with uh, with the nature of the country that it uh, it governs. Not only that, but the ANC has increasingly lost the trust of uh, of uh, uh, and continues to lose the trust of urban uh, uh, voters. Not only middle classes and and uh, and privileged voters, but as um, um, uh, the last uh, local government election showed, and the Metsmaholu um, um, uh, by-election showed, uh, it is also increasingly losing the trust of the urban working class and the poor. And so there is a level of desperation in the ANC about what to do to to, to stem the tide and, if possible, to to reverse it. Unfortunately, the ANC then reverts to type. And uh, does the kinds of um, 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 uh, uh, populist and and uh, gimmicky uh, type things that uh, that don't actually fool uh, anyone, and so you get uh, announcements like you like like you got today. You got you get the the rhetoric of um, a radical economic transformation. You get the ANC um, uh, ANC types being very suddenly very radical about about land and land reform and uh, where we want our land back. Meanwhile, you've been in power for 23 years and you've done nothing about reclaiming the land. Um, and so, the emergence, for instance, of the um, of the economic freedom fighters is an indicator to the ANC that it is not an easy. Uh, it's not simply a matter of 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 changing the narrative and sounding more 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 uh, more radical, particularly as a as a governing party. It, it may be for the, for the EFF, but the EFF doesn't govern. Mm. The ANC needs to do a lot more to demonstrate its commitment to, to, to actual real uh, a transformation that's, that, that people feel in their, in, their, in, their, in their daily lives. And I am not persuaded looking at either of the two main candidates for ANC um, a president uh, or any of the other ones uh, who, who don't really matter. Um, that we have a vision um, of the ANC going forward and a vision of South Africa going forward that is actually going to speak to, the, to this young uh, um, uh, and changing and increasingly urban country um, and convince them that the ANC is as big a part of our future as it is um, of our past. Absolutely. Of course, the challenge for any governing party is to future-proof itself. Uh, It looks as if the ANC is having a real big struggle with 